Good day. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. All that. Not sure what time you're listening, but I am in such a thankful place. You know, my last podcast was all about sacrifice. I personally had to understand sacrifice. Once again, and not in the way of blood or, you know, I say it that way because, you know, that's on some other, some that's another form of sacrifice, I should say. However, through understanding how obedience and sacrifice go hand in hand, and when you flip it and put the sacrifice first, it really, you know, changes your life. At least it changed mine. And after I should say I identified where my peace was being drained, where my trying to do it my way and not following the Father, walking in fear, not by faith. I actually understand now to at least some level because, of course, you life hands you levels to where you have to just get through it. But the only way to get through it is to apply his wisdom to apply word. <clears throat> Absolutely gross. Excuse me. Let me take a sip here. Uh, some H2 Izzo. Alright. Y'all know I don't take no time to edit. Not yet. Um, Time is everything. So I don't need to edit out some things. Because those that know me personally... This is me. Like, if we were having a conversation, this is how it would go. Except I would take some time to not talk, to listen. But this is also getting to know me if you're new to listening to Miss Alexis. Alright. So, what are you talking about today, Miss Alexis? Today, I am talking about... Are you being obedient... Or are you obeying or are you doing the right thing just because it's going to reap the benefits? And this is more for my main audience, which are fellow brothers and sisters of Yeshua. So I say that. To say, are you doing it just because if you don't, it will be a sacrifice? Or are you doing it because you really fear God and you trust God because you love him? Yeah, this is something that has helped me, is helping me. And as I said, we went in together. So as the Father provides me with his wisdom, I'm sharing it. Why? Because if you look at the times that we live in, 
that's your only hope. <laughs> At least in my eyes. That's where I get my peace. Um, and really, like, the more that I dive into my call, I dive into my obedience, it's more living. It makes sense. And it's a whole new level of peace. It's a whole new level of purpose. And that whole new level, I should say, it kind of removes you. You start to really die to the things that you desire because you're provided with the things that you desire as you stay obedient. So let me let me get back in before I start rambling to the next thing. Um, so again, I present the question of, are you obeying just because you know that you're going to reap the benefits because you know his word doesn't turn void you're going to get the benefits but if he takes those things away that you're being obedient toward do you run away from the faith do you go in a dark corner do you suffer depression do you want to die do you fall apart or Do you get in a humble place and still trust the plan that the Father has for you? Because that right there is what's going to separate you from everyone else that does not have Yeshua in their life. That's what I call them. Some call them Jesus. I say that because... As I've been studying wisdom and removing the material gain from it, I've identified more life in the very text that teaches about wisdom. So, again, what am I talking about? Yeah, we're talking about wisdom is what is going to guide you through that period of staying in a humility how can I word this staying in a humble position when you're being obedient over the sacrifice which is that small place which is a huge place that lets you know it's not you controlling what you're doing it's really Some call it the Holy Spirit. I call it the Ruach HaKwadesh. I'm still learning how to pronounce it, but I feel like that's how I want to say it. And it amazes me because you must identify the sin, the I, and the why to understand or not even to understand to actually get to the place of being obedient we're extra like we're made out of people we want to do it our way like we really feel that our body is definitely in control we really feel that our brain has all the answers we really feel that if i read enough if i study enough if i do enough I can take God out of it and still have his fruit, which is peace, 
which is love, which is patience, which is kindness, which is the, the rest of them. You can check out the scripture. It's in the word. And I speak for myself. I'm made out of people. I really think that I'm going to have that same position with the father when I take him out the equation. That does not make sense. That that's confusion. That's that's like saying, oh, I'm going to how can I put this? Let's let's use an example. I'm going to let's put it in a material aspect since that's the thing that we understand the most. Oh, I'm going to get a house and I'm going to be debt free in that house. However, I'm not going to budget. I'm not going to change the way I spend money. I'm not going to change the way I look at money. I'm just going to all of a sudden have this dream home. Now that even sounds silly to those that don't believe. However, us that are in a position that has the word, that's what we do with the father. We start praying to him over and over and over again about things that don't include him as if he's a genie that is going to grant us a wish because we stumbled upon him what first he found us he loves us he knows us however if he gives us what we want without him then he's not god because that counteracts his wisdom. You know, I can go so deep into this thing because I see so many people around me miserable. Not because they don't know God. Not because they haven't had a relationship with God. It's just that they choose the relationship with themselves and with their mind over the wisdom of the Father. When he said... And Ecclesiastics, well, you know, um, I should say the author, not the teacher portion, but the author of Ecclesiastics. And the end stated, well, this is a summary, I'm not quoting because I'm not looking at the word, but you can check it out for yourself. He pretty much stated that fear of the Father, you know, fear of Yah is the beginning of wisdom like and that's pretty much true and to live this life in his fruit you got to enjoy life like you have to enjoy what he's provided without worrying and in order to do that you must follow his word follow his commandments that's what they're there for i mean his fruit is really the life to life everything else lines up once you get your spirit right and and my 36 years of life I'm starting to understand it you know a lot of you that know me personally and some of you that are getting to know me and those that are just you know tuning in I lost my dad when I was 17 I had just turned 17 he died a month after and actually a month after and 21 days you don't forget it. And 
I didn't know it, but I had questions in my life for years. And I was questioning God, yet I wasn't questioning God. Because I've always, you know, trusted him and honored him. But to stay to stay on topic, I shared this because sometimes we don't that that was something in my life that I didn't understand. And I probably never will understand, but my peace comes from his fruit because I trust that the God that I serve that was a part of my life. That's how it was supposed to be. And He's wise and just, which is what, you know, Proverbs and Ecclesiastics and and Job teaches us. Study it. You will you will live during this time of death. Cuz everything around us is dying. Everything around us is death. And you want to find light in death when you don't know what to do. Yes, faith over fear. That helps. Being obedient helps. But there's some of those things, as in what happened to Job. That's the place in life that we choose not to have faith over fear. That's the place that we choose not to trust the wisdom of the Father. Because when the unknown or the unidentified or the non-self-sabotaging disasters and tragedies or sadnesses or attacks or things we can't explain happen? Do we still choose to humble ourselves before a heavenly father? Or (laughs) do we pretty much attach ourselves to sadness, depression, questioning, Allowing the adversary to take power. Because as you understand the book of Job, Job didn't do nothing. He was just a representation of life to the things that happen that are unexplainable. And my interpretation, honestly, it's like when you do start to, well, it's not necessarily my interpretation, but how I kind of see it, how it kind of makes me look at life a little bit as I look at Job more is that's when, you know, when life is going great, life is going good and everything is is cooling. I mean, you kind of should expect the, either the temptation of the adversary in a sensitive area or not to expect bad because your spirit is right. So you 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 walking by faith. You're not walking by fear. You're good. You're going to trust God regardless. However, this is how you can kind of escape that stage of staying in depression or staying upset, staying confused too long. Because if God allowed it, he trusts you because he knows you're his child. He's like, he or she, they not going far. You ain't got, you. basically it's the scripture to me, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm because you can't touch what's already his. So, you know, brothers and sisters, I hope that, you know, this is 
ministering to you like it ministered to me because I've been in some up and down places in my life that put me in a position to where I am questioning, uh, why, what, no way, come on, really? Something else right now? But I thought that you wanted me to do this. I thought you wanted me to go there. But how, Father, if this showed up? Whether it be self, because a lot of the things that we do experience be self. Because why do you think Job's story was so rare? Because things don't always just happen like that. Like, let's not make everything a Job experience. Don't get it twisted. This is just a a message kind of of encouragement and more of an application message to one of course read those those three those three books in the bible of wisdom are amazing and allow the seed to fall where it's supposed to fall in your spirit where you are but you know like proverbs it's it's amazing because it does teach you more about how if you do these things you do these things kind of not necessarily a perfectionist but it teaches you the right way However, sometimes the right way you still experience life. And it's up to you and how much you spend time with identifying that you won't be broken. You won't, Nothing will separate you from the Father. And I say that because we live in a fearful time. Where we don't know which way to turn, who to trust, who not to trust, what decision to make. Is this right? Is this wrong? We have so much information. We have so much going on. We have everyone teaching this, everyone teaching that. So where do we go when we're like, whoa. And... I say after the sacrifice, understand, you know, after understanding sacrifice, tapping into his wisdom will keep you grounded because sometimes you can start putting other gods before our God and that can come in when you're searching for that place of obedience I should say or when you're just trying to get yourself back in and that's why I just had to share this because I know a lot of people that I've talked to and I won't disclose any of that of course but I have talked to a lot of people and the common denominator is like looking for this place that will never be found it's like a place of understanding and it's like you won't find that place unless you trust God and you have to trust him his way there is no counterfeit to his path which is why there's no lukewarm he said that he don't do lukewarm either you hot or you cold or he not rocking with you it's that simple (laughs) so I'm kind of getting off here And I really didn't want to be that long because it's definitely a mommy and moose type day. And 
just look over those three books. I mean, seriously. And we can honestly have a live discussion about it one day. Or maybe we'll do something. I don't know. But it really... I could be late. You know, a lot of people could have already done it or talked about it. I'm not worried about that. I just know right now, wisdom is everything. And it ain't that selfish wisdom. It ain't that, oh my goodness, I got it. No, you never will get it. It's always ever learning, always ever more. Like, those are my words. I don't know if they right or wrong, but yeah. <laughs> so I share that. I hope it encouraged you. Um, Please be sure to, you know, check out MissLalexis.com. I'm on uh, Facebook as well as Miss Lalexis and Instagram, Miss Lalexis. And let us win together. Like, we're going to win with wisdom. You know, I'm like, that, that, that's, yeah, we're going to win with wisdom. And let's talk some more about it. There's a few more things that I know I'm going to be talking about in the near future. Just have a whole lot going on, um, as always, but that's a part of my process and understanding my new, you know, my new schedule. That's a part of, that's a part of growth. And thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a good day on purpose or had a good day on purpose. And this just, you know, reminded you, you're not doing this by yourself. We have a living God and he's real. So good day.